Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Mark and Me podcast. As always, I'm your host Mark, and this is the final third part of the trilogy, The Room Actors, Where Are They Now Special. It's a project that I've been working on now for around eight months. I went out there to try and interview every member of the room, and yes, it happened. So on the first part of the episode, which we only released just about a week ago, we had Robin and we also had Philip. A great start, telling us all about the room actors, where are they now, mockumentary, we had talk about the disaster artists and what those guys are up to now. Only a couple of days ago, I brought you Carolyn and Dan, both of those guys, again, great, great interviews, a real insight to what it's like to be on set of the room and work alongside Tommy Wiseau. Really in-depth interviews and great, great people, a lot of positive energy and just really willing to give me their time. And now we have two more brand new interviews. So kicking things off, we're going to be speaking to Greg Ellery, who plays Stephen in the room. Again, a character that's kind of torn between the two. He's friends with Lisa and he's also friends with Johnny. He's at the party trying to help break up fights and give advice. And a really, really great guy and a great, great interview. And then following that, we have Juliet Daniel, who plays the famous Lisa, the girl that's responsible for breaking Johnny's heart. One of my favourite characters in the room and an even better person to talk to. Such a great interview coming up. I just want to say now it's been a crazy, crazy week. We've had such a great response. The downloads have been high. We've had a top 15 podcast with the room specials. It's been great. But not only that, we've just had the trailer for The Disaster Artist. It's been huge. It was the number one trend on Twitter. I've seen people going insane for this trailer and it's just going to get bigger and bigger. We've had the premiere this week of the film over in America. I've seen great, great five star and 10 out of 10 reviews. I'm so excited to see this movie but more importantly just share with you even more insight into the world of Tommy and working on set of the room and today Greg and Juliet give us a great great interview so let's get things started okay here we have Greg Ellery talking all things the room so Greg thanks for joining me today first question I've got for you is how did it all come about your involvement in the room I was uh just being a good actor and uh i picked up my uh my trade paper my uh, backstage west was looking through there and sending in my headshots dutifully like i did every week and um i got a uh i got a call uh from greg sestero saying to come on down to the lot brilliant i mean that that seems to be the pretty much the same story for everyone involved and were you actually auditioning for the part of steven or were you going there to be a, a, a certain part or were you just auditioning to be in this film the room oh yeah i had no idea about parts anything like that um and it, i didn't get much of a clue uh when i showed up either because uh tommy had me doing kind of different sort of things he had me uh, pretend like i just won a million dollars then uh and then he wanted me to to make out with some actress and she split she said this is weird and she left but uh, yeah, I didn't really have a clue as to what I was, uh, what my part was, or anything like that, until I had actually already been hired and then showed back up in the day to act and was given a script or a piece of a script, and then that's when I learned my name. When you got to the audition, obviously, was that the first time you'd ever met Tommy? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That was uh, that was the first time I met Tommy. Uh, kind of, I uh, wasn't sure who the director was of the show. 
Well, uh, yeah, no, I had I hadn't met Tommy. I thought Tommy was there, someone that they had just brought in to mess with the actors, just to act crazy and and mess with the actors, you know, just see what people would do, which I thought was cool. And I told Greg that I thought Greg was the director. He said, "No, that's Tommy. That's the director." Oh, okay, right. <laughs> so he's not the street guy you just drug in out of the alley here to mess with people. So after you did this audition, you had done the lottery winning and all these different emotions. How long was it until you kind of had that phone call to say, yep, you've got the part? Um, I believe I had the part that night, if I remember right. I don't know, maybe maybe it was the next day, but it seems like I left there hired. Awesome. I'm pretty sure. So let's talk about the actual filming of the film. Weeks went by, you came to set. What was your first day like on set? Obviously, at this point, you knew who the director was. You'd been told, this is Tommy, he's making the film. What was it like, trying to kind of paint a picture in my head of your first day? You know, I I could be wrong. If it wasn't my first day, it was my second day, but I'm almost positive that it was my first day that the the director of photography and his entire crew quit. <laughs> Great start. And yeah, I believe, and, and uh, they basically had Tommy cornered in the Burns and Sawyer uh, camera house, wanting their money, and it was really tense and really ugly. I had never really been in a feature film before. I, you know, what do I know? Maybe they're all like this. I have no idea. So. <laughs> Steven Spielberg sitting there now, getting you know told his crew are quitting on the spot, and he's having to pay out there and then. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, sure, why not? <laughs> it's the standard. So let me guess then, you've done the film, this is what I've kind of heard from everyone that's involved. The first time you actually got to see many of the footage, was it the opening night, the the premiere screening for you all? Yes, yes, that was the first time we any of us got to see it. We were struck, just just absolute shock and horror at how, uh, at just how bad it was. And then that... Um, kind of gave way to giggles a little bit and then it just it just broke into hysterics and by i would say halfway through people are are crying i mean just crying doubled over in the aisles and um oh just maybe not what tommy was looking for but uh, definitely a reaction definitely a strong reaction so what what do you think it was like then at that moment when Tommy had made this film that was meant to be serious, he was trying to produce this film that he wanted to put up for awards, and the crowd and the people there are all kind of laughing at it, not with it? I can't imagine how... Uh, that must have been pretty rough for him. I would I would think... I would think that it, he would... Um, he didn't show it, though, at all. Um, I, I went up to Tommy, I congratulated him on getting his movie done, and then I split... I didn't hang out for the uh, for the opening party or any of that kind of stuff because I didn't know I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say to anyone. I didn't know what planet I was on. I didn't. I had to get out of there. I just had to leave. So, what's your thoughts on it now, knowing it's fourteen, fifteen years old, and people are still paying to see it and dress up, and it sells out endless nights here in the UK when it's shown? I have enough uh, friends now that are that are big fans and I, you know, good for them. I'm glad people love it. You know, it, it's a fun thing. People have a really good time doing it. So they'd love to go see and, and, uh, and do all the, uh, cult stuff, throw the spoons and yell lines and all that. So, Hey, you know, whatever people, whatever people like to do, I guess. What's your personal thoughts on it now? I mean, do you still speak with Tommy or any of the crew? 
I haven't spoken with Tommy since that screening. Wow. I haven't seen him anywhere. Uh, the only person I've, uh, uh, well, until uh, the mockumentary, we got, I, I got to, you know, see some folks, which was great. But I, um, before that, Greg Sestero, um, and I saw him like at a screening in uh, New York and at a screening in, um, in um, it was actually for his book up in Chicago, an event up there. And, uh, but I've seen a couple, uh, that's about it, you know, just events like that. But no, I haven't seen Tommy at all. And what's your thoughts now on the fact that the book is obviously being made into a film by James Franco and Brian Cranston's in it and all these big, big names? It must be mind-blowing. It's Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. I, 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 and I'm so happy because Greg's like one of the best guys in, in the world. And, um, and he did such a great job with the book. So I think it's just fantastic. It must seem quite surreal, to be honest, knowing that next year you could be going to the cinema and seeing these big, big people playing the parts that you were on. Well, yeah, somebody's going to play me. I don't know who's playing me, but uh, someone will be, and that's uh, that's going to be pretty strange. And obviously you just touched on there the new series that's coming out uh, from Robin herself, The Room Actors, Where Are They Now?, which sounds unbelievable. Like I'm really, really excited and hope we get the full kind of 10-part series. Um, how's your involvement been with this? Oh, I had a blast. I had a blast. I was so I was uh, so happy to come out and and, uh, and do something. It was so fun. Um, it's really going to be funny. I think people are really really going to like it. I don't know how much it has to do <laughs> with the room. It's just it's it's just it. I mean, it does. It ties in, but it's just really really wacky, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I believe you're playing yourself, but you're also showing parts of Stephen, is that right so you're kind of greg and Stephen. is this correct i'm playing uh i'm i'm playing myself as a continuation of kyle uh vote just as i was a con- my character was a continuation of peter brilliant so that's, that sounds quite interesting it was yeah it was an interesting take i basically uh well i just i don't want to give it too much away we're really looking forward to it, and we, uh, I'm sure the listeners out there will catch up with this next year, and we'll we'll see and kind of find out exactly what happens to you. But it, it does sound quite intriguing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So tell me about your life since the room. Obviously, do you get people coming up to you in the street asking you to do quotes or shouting stuff at you, or is it quite nice and relaxed? Yeah, I, I do. Um, that was more when I was on the uh, when I was still living on the west coast. I live in. Uh, Small town in the Midwest now, and occasionally, yeah, there's still some people. I was actually just camping, and a guy um, at a campsite. We were kind of hanging out with these, uh, with some college guys that were that were camping out at this uh, park, and he recognized me and stuff. And it was just really weird to be recognized in the woods. You literally can't as, go anywhere with the... avoiding it. It could be in the middle of the woods, and you're still getting room quotes said to you. Yeah, yeah. So that's there's no escape for sure. And what else do you do uh, now then? So what, what's what's your what's your life like now? I'm getting ready to move back to California. Um, uh, just working a day job, uh, selling a house. I'm working on a. Uh, I've started working on a play based on the novel Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. Uh, uh, I've got a screenplay I've been working on for years. Uh, I, I, I have a. a potential job in California teaching acting uh, exercises to uh, to juveniles in a juvenile hall um, 
there's some different stuff like that. Um, just a big change coming, you know, have a very big change coming here. Sounds really positive. Yeah, it is. That's so unlike me, but yes, I'm actually going to go do some stuff, so I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Theater-based, I'm trying to get into actors' equity right now. Everything I'm doing right now is pretty much uh, theater-focused. So is there part of you that wants to carry on acting, or would you rather be the guy directing now or filming? Do you want to be in front of the camera or behind it? I love stage acting, and I love uh producing i think if I, if I work on films there's enough of an acting whore in me i'd need to i'd need to act too but um i really love producing i love being part of everything and all of the aspects that go into it and putting the whole thing together and that's uh i really have a good time with that so i'd like to do some more of that kind of work on film and now looking back at your time in the room, are you grateful for it? Are you bitter about it? Are you positive? Are you negative? Hand on heart, how do you feel about it? Yeah, no, despite... Um, I got snapped on an email recently. Uh, but, um, no, I, I am positive about it, you know. It's cool, it's fun, you know. And every now and then... Uh, uh, if there's a screening where I am, I'll go and uh, and people love to, to talk and get uh, autographs and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you, it's good to do that for folks. It, you know, people that are fans put a lot out there for it. So it's good to give give back to, to people, too. And they, they're having a good time. So you're not ready to close the door on the room yet? No, I don't think I can. I don't think I'll be able to. It wouldn't make sense because... Like it's not going to happen anyway, so fight it. I just really need to embrace it. You do realize next year that the graphic novel from Philip is coming out. We've got the series of the room actors. Where are they now? We'll have Greg's film out with James Franco in cinemas. You're not going to be able to avoid it. It's going to blow up on a whole new scale. If it's if it's bad now, it's going to get a lot worse. Oh yeah, I uh, I was talking to some guys that are doing a play version, not to be confused with the musical. But a, uh, a play version in uh, Portland, um, it just goes on and on. You know, I've I've been pixelated for heaven's sakes. When's that going to happen? <laughs> I mean, you can on, run, but you. Uh... I'm a little eight bit guy in a video game now. I mean, that's crazy. You can run, but you're not going to be able to hide. I'm sorry, but it's it's got you forever now. It does. It does. I just have to just embrace it. So. And it's more. Fun. I find it more fun than I did at first. At first, I was fighting it. Now it's 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 a lot more fun to go do that kind of stuff. Was there a time when you absolutely hated it and wish you could go back and wipe yourself away from that film? Oh yeah, well immediately. I mean, it was like okay, yeah, that was uh, that was funny, but um, it was really bad, and I wasn't very good in it, and it wasn't good. So I, I didn't even put it on my resume at first. Until I had friends explain to me how, you know, it's really a big thing <laughs> and it needed to be on my resume. So, you know, with a with a link to a clip. <laughs> you know, so, okay, we're doing it that way. And what clip do you use then to show off your moment of greatness in the room? Oh, oh, oh they're all so brutal. They're all so bad. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess uh, generally they go to... Uh, uh, Robin and I explaining to Juliet's character Lisa how uh, she's uh, how she shouldn't play games because Tommy has a very sensitive 
or uh, Johnny is a very sensitive person and uh, she's going to ruin our, our group of friends. And, and then, of course, the culmination of that is I feel like I'm sitting on an atomic bomb waiting for it to go off. And that's the that's the kicker. That's the uh, uh, that's my big line. Nice. So my final question for you today, I've talked about it with Tommy. I've talked about it with Greg. If they were to do a room sequel, which you never know, Tommy might do this. How do you see the story panning out? Would you be involved? How do you think? Do you think Johnny would actually be dead? Do you think he could be a ghost? Do you think he might come back alive? How do you see it? Um, I don't know. A prequel, maybe. A prequel could I mean, work. Yeah. When the main character's dead, that's how you have to do that. You'd have to go to the back to the beginning. I. Uh... But he might not be dead. That bullet might have not killed him. He could have just been badly injured and becomes his I think his I think his idea was that he would become the opposite so he'd be very successful and Mark wouldn't and Lisa wouldn't they'd be chasing him and wanting his attention he could be the guy in power and the whole role switch wow maybe yeah see mind what, blown what the head will do for you and <laughs> shot himself in the head he'd, be, he'd still be a wreck there you go so a I, prequel uh, you're thinking more a prequel I, you know, that would be my first guess as, as how to do that. But, uh, man, a sequel to The Room. <laughs> Tommy would, Tommy could write, if anyone could write it, Tommy can write it. And would you sign the contract and be part of it? Or is that it now? That's done. I'd, uh, unlike The Room, I'd probably want to see a script. <laughs> Best response ever. I appreciate your time today and I wish you all the luck with everything and your move to California and everything that goes with it. Thank you very much, Mark. It's been good talking to you. So there it is, my interview with Greg Ellery, a really cool guy and so open and so willing and so positive to share his stories with me about what it was like to meet Tommy Wiseau for the very first time, what it was like to turn up on set, what it was like to audition for this unique, crazy film. It's been such a great experience to speak to every single single person involved in this film but that doesn't stop now we have one more interview and of course we have Juliet Daniel who plays the incredible Lisa in the room now this character is so crucial to the film because she's Johnny's girlfriend she is the person that breaks his heart by having an affair with his best friend Mark you will have seen anywhere stuff that features the room having this girl in the red dress the iconic Lisa And again, I'm so grateful that I got to speak to her. This is one of the people that I didn't think I was going to get to be involved in this project. I was really working hard, but it paid off. And I'm so, so lucky and I'm so happy that we kind of got that last piece of the jigsaw. So coming up now, here's me and Juliet talking all things The Room. So I just want to kick things off today by getting an insight to how you got involved with The Room. Well, let's see. So the way that I got involved in the room um, back in like 2000, 2001, I just gotten here and things weren't online then. So um, I submitted off of uh, Backstage West. I actually mailed a headshot in. Um, I heard that there was, you know, supposedly a huge stack of headshots they went through. So I'm not exactly sure why they called me, but I just went in for the auditions and I think I stayed there the longest, and that's one of the reasons I ended up where I did. <laughs> so was this audition like an hour, two hours, or was it ridiculous amounts of time? It's getting harder to remember what it was actually like. Um, 
it, it really reminds me of a theater audition. You know, most of the time when you're going to read for like film and television, it's very straightforward. You do something on camera and then you leave. Um, but this was very much, uh, improv. Um, we had to, you know, make up a monologue for the camera. We, uh, we had Tommy coaching us on, you know, um, emoting different feelings, <laughs> you know, based on a scenario he would give us. Um, so yes, it did, it did go for quite a long time. So after you did this audition, was it a couple of weeks or did you know there and then? Or I, I believe, was it Greg that was in charge and giving the calls back to let people know if they're successful? Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. It has just been so long. Yeah, I think I think it was pretty quick. Things happened pretty quick, but we um, we rehearsed for a long time. So the filming, the actual filming didn't start immediately. Did you actually go to audition for the part of Lisa or was it just a script reading for a part to be in this film or was it specifically just to play Lisa who was obviously the girlfriend of Johnny? I was originally um, cast for the role of Michelle. So that's what I went in to read for. That's what I was cast for, um, you know, and contracted for. And I don't remember how many Lisas we went through, but switching over to Lisa was a little bit last minute. Then, obviously, when you went on to day one of the filming, can you remember how it was? Did you get to meet all the cast that day, or was it just you and Tommy, or was it you and Greg? Or how, how, Can you remember that now, or was it too long gone now? Uh, the cast was together for a while. You know, it was just shuffled around because, you know, we were auditioning. Um, so I saw some of the cast members then. Then when we moved into, you know, rehearsing, I, I saw them as well. And then... You know, one of the cool things is we were all on set together almost every day. So I got to know everyone very well. You know, we were all huddled in the tent waiting for our turn. Amazing. I mean, even when I talk to all the cast now, uh, even sort of 10, 15 years on, it seems that you guys have all kept in contact and you have good relationships between yourselves. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like as much as I can explain what happened to you, like... um, I just remember when we worked on this, um, you know, mockumentary with Robin and we all got a chance to sit down together and sort of fill in the gaps with our memories. Like no one else will ever understand, <laughs> you know, like what it was like to be there and, um, you know, experience this as, a, as an actor. So that's what I was going to talk about next. So obviously this new documentary that there's been obviously two or three episodes filmed for at the moment and hopefully we're going to get the full series one. Robin's put a lot of hard work into this and all the cast I've spoken to that have taken part have said how much they've enjoyed it and reminiscing. Tell me a little bit about this because you're not actually playing Lisa are you? You're playing yourself with elements of Lisa's life still in that. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Super fun. And you know also taking um, some of the bits of our lives that were um true at the time that we shot the room and sort of blowing it out of proportion a little bit um like the whole drinking thing like one of my um things is every time I would leave the set I would go karaoke and you know to the bar because I was young and the next day you could just get up and go so um you see that in a little bit of um of what we shot obviously I was not doing you know coke off of people's bums at that time but you know, that's the that's the the fun of um, getting to do this mockumentary. It's like it's way blown out of proportion, and we get to make fun of ourselves on purpose. 
how much does it suck now that we're adults when we can't drink all night and party and not feel it the next day? Yeah, so I'm about to turn 36, and a couple years ago, I was introduced to, like, the two-day hangover, like, from what wouldn't even, you know, have been anything of a problem before, so it sucks. It sucks a lot, and um, I'm adulting really hard right now. (laughs) My big worry now is that kind of in another 10 years, when you're sort of 44, 46, it's like a three-day hangover. For every decade, it adds another day on, so I worry that kind of when I'm 40, 50, I just, a drink will probably put me out for a week. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I miss the old days. Half I sound like an old man, but I remember when I was fifteen, or sorry, I shouldn't say fifteen, when I was eighteen, and I could get mm-hmm. drunk all night and literally keep going and drink and drink. And now I'm just like, oh, I don't know about that. The next day, I've got stuff to do. It sucks mm-hmm. being an adult, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I have stuff to do. You know, there, there are some times where I, I am in bed at like ten. You know, because I've got an early morning. So <laughs> <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> The Room, I believe, at the moment, obviously, still, to this day, a lot of people see it as an iconic film, a cult film. Here in the UK, um, Tommy brings the film every year to London, and they sell out the screen every night for about a week. It's like the Rocky Horror Show. People bring spoons thrown at the screen. I'm sure you know how popular this film still is, and it keeps on growing. Does that blow your mind that after 14 years, people are still talking about this, quoting the film? It's mad really it really does and the the cool thing is that um i actually uh my my ex-husband is british and we went to visit london um and you know is it is it leicester square yes that's the the one yeah yeah in london yeah and just getting to see like my own you know movie poster like in a in another country was just like really it was kind of cool you know so i took my picture next to it and everything (laughs) And what do you feel about the disaster artist being made into a film now with James Franco and Brian Cranston and Dave Franco? It's going to blow up again to a whole new level. The good news is, is that um, I'm used to it. And um, so I don't have to like brace myself for new comments. But I'm, I'm excited because I think I'm going to be able to actually go into the theater and enjoy it. Where, you know, I, I obviously can't do that um, with The Room. I can with the mockumentary. So the mockumentary is really fun that I can participate in. And then this James Franco project, like, I can't wait to go to the theater and just sit in the front row and laugh. And have you read much about it or are you waiting to be surprised in the cinema? Have you read much about the cast or Sharon Stone and other cast members like this? Or Yeah, I'm trying not to spoil it. Um, I uh, spoke with the, um, the girl that's uh, playing me. We had a, um, a conversation about that before she shot her um, scenes, which was great. But other than that, um, I'm kind of excited to just see how it turns out. I do believe at this stage, and it's it's a big statement now, but I think that James Franco could bring the room to a whole new audience. And unfortunately for you, you're going to get even more people probably shouting quotes at you across the street. Yeah, the, the good thing is I'm not really recognisable anymore. I kind of lost the baby fat off my face. And... <laughs> Um, that really makes a big difference getting, you know, recognized on the, the street. So unless people are like following me now, like on my, you know, Facebook page and stuff like that, then they probably won't recognize me. And that is okay with me. You might have to How get about- yourself a little disguise, like a top hat or something or a fake mustache just to stop the, you're tearing me apart across. Cause that's going to be on a whole new level. You know, the, the thing is though, is, um, 
the, the few times that I have been, you know, stopped by fans and, you know, people who want to, you know, take the photos and everything is I cannot believe how respectful people are in person. So it's like the exact opposite of the internet where people are like, hey, hey, I've seen your boobs, yeah, you know, and then in person, they're just super nice. They're like, hey, I just want to let you know that like this is my favorite movie and I take all my friends to see it. And would you please take a picture with me? And then that just makes me feel good, you know, like to know that um, other people are actually enjoying something that I did. So I like that. It's a shame that there's not more of those people online, but they sort of like to hide behind their sort of keyboard and give all the abuse. But like you said, at least when you're out and about, those idiots stay behind their computers. Yeah, yeah. Do you look back at the room and you're proud of your work or are you kind of, do you wish you could go back and erase it or are you kind of thankful and have you learned from the whole experience? I get this question a lot and I think like early on I would have erased it so fast, like without even thinking about it. Um, and, you know, as far as my performance goes, it's like I I really just didn't have the life experience that I have now in order to, I think, play Lisa a little bit different, you know, like I would have liked to now, but I would never take that experience away. Like I've met the most amazing people. I, <laughs> I did a, a, a podcast many years ago and, um, had such a good time, found out the guys played, um, Minecraft and liked WWE. And so we got on a Minecraft server and play together, you know, and so none of that would ever happen. Like all these awesome relationships all over the world that I have because of this and you know the the great friends that I have you know with the cast like I could never take that away that's one of my questions moving forward have you kept in contact with pretty much everyone involved in the room I mean have you spoke with Tommy since filming or have you spoke with Greg um yeah Greg and I speak um we've met up at a couple of the comic cons um I used to go that to that almost yearly the one that's in San Diego I think the last time I saw Tommy was maybe Halloween, like five years ago or something, um, at one of the screenings. And, you know, he was very nice, gave me a hug. Um, yeah, wished me well and everything. And then the rest of the cast is on Facebook. So we're able to, you know, keep track of what's going on in each other's lives. I've been able to watch Robin's kids grow up, which is awesome. And she's been able to watch my cats get fat. So. <laughs> That's the good thing about Facebook. You get enough cat pics to last you for life. Oh, I know. It's like my Instagram is all... <laughs> it's all my fluffy children. That's amazing. And hopefully, you know, some pictures of WWE and what you're eating. That seems to be another thing that everyone wants to post nowadays. Oh, absolutely. I'm all, I'm all on board with that. That's good to hear. So, just touching there, obviously I said, did you speak to the rest of the cast? Pretty much everyone involved is involved in this project that Robin's worked extremely hard at. The room actors, where are they now? We've heard that there's three episodes being shown. I know she's touring at the moment, going to a lot of kind of um, film festivals, and the response has been fantastic. How do you see the story panning out and working as a ten-part series? I actually have no idea the diabolical genius that Robin is, what she's got planned. Um, we did see more script. So there's, there's already more um, to do. And actually there's just, there's so much that fell on the cutting room floor. I think that if we could get this series fleshed out a little bit that um, I, I, I don't know, I, I just think it would be a lot richer to see, you know, the storyline for each character develop. 
what I've seen of the footage so far, and it's obviously only been trailers and little clips that have been online, I'm blown away by the production value. It just looks like something like Friends or something like that. It looks like this massive sort of budgeted sort of comedy humour done so well. It looks incredible. I, I agree with you. That was one of the reasons that, you know, I wanted to be involved in this is she hired, you know, the right people who not only were good at their jobs, but also passionate specifically about this project. You know, we're all connected to the room in some way, either being like a huge fan or, you know, knowing someone that worked on it. So um, I was so pleased with the way that it came out. Like I, I was just grinning the whole time I watched it, you know, for the first time. I myself am rooting for you. I'm, I'm so excited that hopefully next year someone will come in and budget this for the whole 10 parts and then we'll get the story that everyone probably wants to see because to get three episodes is going to be an absolute teaser and it's going to leave everyone wanting more. So I'm really hoping it does get the full shebang. Me too. I, that, that song that she has about the dog. <laughs> it's incredible. I get that stuck in my head all the time. It's It's genius. So what do you do now? I mean, obviously, 12, 14 years on from the room, how, how do you spend your days? What what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Well, um, I do graphic design and marketing from home um, and social media, and that keeps me pretty busy. I volunteer a lot at church. That's pretty much it. You forgot to stay taking photos of your cats all day. Yeah. yeah that's, a, <laughs> that's a full-time yeah. job in itself. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have four now. You think? Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And what else interests you? What, have you got any hobbies? What sort of TV and film are you into? Are you into films still? or? Uh, I love watching films. <laughs> I like action movies, comedy. I just watched um, Bad Moms. Do you know what? Which... I watched that on a plane last week and I wasn't expecting much. And I was, I was on holiday and I was just choosing what was available. And I stuck that on thinking this looks a bit crap. Put it on. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I loved it. I thought this was an hour and a half of just pure, really well-made humour. Absolutely. And it's like, you don't have to be a mom to appreciate it. I think we can all like appreciate wanting to just stop trying so hard. <laughs> it's just so good and to see him let the hair down and just, just go with it. Absolutely. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. What would you like to say to all the fans listening now, the people that aren't arseholes behind their keyboards and giving you grief? What do you want to say to those fans that have stuck with the room and kind of it's a place in their heart? Well, I, I want to say that, first of all, the people who are actually the room fans, not just people who've seen the room once, but the actual fans, they are a spectacular group of people. Um, I've had a chance to meet many of them, you know, after the screenings and before. And I want to say thank you. And I want to say that I'm glad that you guys are um, watching it and bringing your friends and finding a way to have a good time. And uh, again, thank you. So there it is, the interview with me and Juliet, an interview I didn't think I would ever get. It took a lot of work and a lot of time, but I'm so happy and it paid off. A really, really fun interview. It really was a pleasure to speak to Juliet and hear these stories again from the iconic Lisa in the room. I'm so, so grateful, I can't say it enough, for the time that they've taken to talk to me. Every single member from the cast has taken their time to talk to me. It's been a fun eight months. I hope you guys at home have really enjoyed it. The best thing about this is, it's not over. In a couple of months' time, we're going to get the Room mockumentary, The Room Actors, Where Are They Now? It's coming to Funny or Die, and I can't wait to see it. We've heard about it from each and every member of the room. 
and it just sounds to be hilarious. I'm so, so excited for Robin and this project. So go over to Twitter and give them a follow, at The Room Actors. Or if you're on Facebook, go on there and just type in Room Actors Mockumentary and give them a like. We'll have trailers, we'll have updates. There'll be loads of news coming up until the release in November, so please stay tuned for that. A huge, huge, huge thank you to Robin Paris. Without this, none of these interviews would have happened. I'm so grateful for you taking the time and putting me in contact with the rest of the cast. A huge, huge thank you to Philip. A great interview, a great guy, and I'm so looking forward to reading his comics on the room and his own podcast. Carolyn, Dan, Greg, Juliet, I owe you all loads. It's been such a pleasure and it's just been an amazing ride and I hope you guys at home have enjoyed it as much as I have. If you haven't seen The Room and you've listened to these six interviews, you're crazy. You need to go out there now, get on Tommy Wiseau's site, go to the Prince Charles in London, do whatever you need to do to see The Room and tweet me or Facebook me your reaction because... It's such a unique film and I'm sure you can gather by now and the amount of time I've spent on these interviews. I'm obsessed. I absolutely love the movie. I can't believe that we're getting the disaster artist at Christmas time. It looks incredible. The trailer made me laugh for about two and a half minutes and I think that James Franco's nailed it. And hey, we're even getting Oscar talk, which is just absolutely crazy. Again, I want to thank you guys at home for listening. It's been such a great experience. We've had all of the cast members. We've had Greg Sestero on the Disaster Artist special. It's just been unbelievable. But it's something doesn't seem right. And it's we've all been talking about Tommy Wiseau. We've all been talking about what it was like to meet him, what it was like to work for him. Tommy Wiseau is the reason we have all these interviews. Tommy Wiseau is the reason we have The Room. And Tommy Wiseau is the reason we have The Disaster Artist. He's all over the internet at the moment. He went to the premiere of The Disaster Artist and took a mic and started interviewing all of the cast. It doesn't seem right that I've not interviewed him for Mark and Me. It just doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel like this project is complete. So the good news is I've got an hour's interview with him. And yes, it's only two episodes away. So on episode 20, in a week's time, I've got a special guest to celebrate as hitting the big 2-0. But straight after that, I've got a good hour's interview with me and Tommy himself. It is gold. And there is so many laugh out loud moments. It's going to be a hell of a ride for you all. So stay tuned. Episode 20 is any week away. Keep on looking on Twitter and Facebook or go on markandme.com because I'm going to be dropping loads of hints of who it is. It's a huge, huge interview. And then, hey, a couple of weeks later, we'll have Tommy Wiseau himself. Thanks again for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this. And we'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Music